0: Welcome to The Cosmic Calling, a podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs and creative souls on a mission to align their life and career with the cosmos. I'm Natalie Wallstein, Career Astrologer at Soulshine Astrology, and I hope you're ready to unlock your cosmic calling. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Today's episode is on a highly requested topic that has become quite a bit of a buzzword in astrology culture. For those who have heard people talking about Saturn returns but haven't really understood what it meant, you are about to get the full lowdown on what exactly a Saturn return means and what it tends to do to us, as well as, most importantly, how you can deal with it without becoming completely overwhelmed, as most people do. First off though, we need to talk about Saturn itself to give you some background. Saturn is the sixth and second largest planet in the solar system, which makes it one of the very strongest. And the farther out a planet is, the more long-term effects it creates, and the longer the amount of time is that we have to deal with those effects in our lives. Since it takes two and a half years to move through one zodiac sign, and about two weeks to move just one degree, it usually takes us a while to get through the major life lessons Saturn presents us with, which are usually quite difficult to deal with. When it comes down to it, Saturn is the planet of discipline, responsibility, maturity, and hard work. I'm constantly using the analogy that Saturn is like our strict teacher that makes us do hard things we don't really want to do, but either way, we tend not to have a choice. It always does make our lives better in the end, even though it usually doesn't feel like it at all while it's happening. You can think of Saturn like your hardest teacher in school. Who will not possibly give you a passing grade on your test unless you stay up studying for a week straight and show you know the material in and out and if you don't pass the test you'll have to take it again and again until you get it i remember being in school for graphic design and the teacher of design the class that i was actually taking that would teach me what i needed to know in my field the most would often criticize my work really harshly. He even went so far as to say he was glad he wasn't wearing glasses one day when he critiqued my work. And that was one of my favorite projects I had ever done and one I had worked really, really hard on. So Saturn is a little bit like that. He's one tough cookie and very difficult to please. In any case, a return happens when a planet returns to the same place that planet is in in your chart, because at that point, it has made a complete cycle around the zodiac wheel, and every planet will return at some point. For example, we even have a lunar return, which happens every single month when the moon returns to the same sign and degree as our moon sign. Anyone who is around the age of 29 and a half and older has had a Saturn return, although you can usually feel it coming as soon as Saturn moves into the same sign and house that your own Saturn falls in on your birth chart, which can be as early as age 27. I haven't quite had my Saturn return yet since I'm only 28, but I have felt it coming for a while And it really amped up last December when Saturn moved into Capricorn and my second house of values, desires, and goal setting, which is the same sign-in house my Saturn is in. My Saturn return is going to be exact in December 2019, so I still have a little ways to go, but I can definitely feel it building, and all of my long-term goals are definitely based around the theme of my Saturn right now which for me has to do with becoming fully self-sufficient and standing on my own two feet financially and when it comes to receiving all of the other things I desire in my life so I can give them to myself. But everyone's Saturn return can be really different. When someone says they're going through their Saturn return, what is happening is that they're basically undergoing a major test from the universe And it doesn't just happen once. You are going to have a Saturn return every 29 and a half years for the rest of your life. Usually it's strongest between the ages of 27 to 31, which is when you're entering adulthood, as well as 56 to 60, which is when you enter maturity, and finally 84 to 90 when you enter wise old age people are usually not quite the same after they've had their first Saturn return because it brings some of the hardest lessons you'll ever have to face in your life. Behind Pluto, which usually gives us the absolute hardest, but those ones happen far less often because Pluto is much slower and it doesn't even pass over the same area of everyone's chart in their lifetime. During a Saturn return, Some people might lose their job or a supportive family member. They might get married or have a baby or deal with an illness or go through some other major life change that requires them to be very hardworking and mature and they can feel a lot of intense pressure and stress in the area of life where their Saturn lies. In your birth chart, Saturn points to some of the hardest challenges you'll ever have to face in your life too. This is something you're always going to be working towards, but during your Saturn return, it's kind of like being put between a rock and a hard place, and you really have no choice but to learn how to deal with it and become the person you need to become in order to be strong enough to overcome it. Saturn literally rearranges your entire life to put you on your most authentic path. So even though it can be really hard, it puts you on the path you were meant to be on. And it teaches you the lessons you were meant to learn. This is why in the grand scheme of things, it's not actually a bad thing even though it has definitely become quite notorious and infamous and nobody is usually very excited for it. Another astrologer I've studied under says that Saturn shows us the promise we made before we were born, a promise that we said we would work on and overcome, potentially to transmute negative karma from a past life. So in that case, it really is in our best interest to figure the thing out That Saturn is trying to get us to do, even if it's really hard. It shows us where we need to re-examine our motives because our approach to where Saturn is in our chart may have been incorrect in a past life or not working to our advantage. So when it comes to the pros and cons of a Saturn return, one major pro is that we are going to get on track with our lives and become a true mature adult by dealing with our Saturn issues. The con is that we have no choice and the lessons are definitely not going to come easily. We are not going to get an easy A from this teacher and failing is totally not an option. I remember when I was really heavily into learning astrology and Saturn had crossed over my rising sign. I was having these dreams about astrology and I would have these especially intense dreams where I would literally just repeat the word Saturn, Saturn, Saturn. over and over. It can really mess with your mind and it can wake you up in the middle of the night making you feel worried and tense about everything you need to do to get on track with what it's calling you to do. Which in the case of my rising sign, Saturn was forcing me to let go of the person I no longer am and become more of who I was meant to be. That was around the time that I realized that the relationship I was in with the person I had planned on marrying definitely had to end, and that if I didn't seek the right help, then the illness I was facing could actually be fatal, and I had to leave my graphic design career behind forever. So I don't even know if intense is a strong enough word for all of that. I'm probably making Saturn sound really super scary, but the truth is that a Saturn return, or a Saturn transit of any kind really, is no joke. It's going to happen to you either way, so you might as well be aware of what you're going into and find ways to deal with it with grace. And that's also what we're going to talk about today, so it doesn't have to be such a scary thing for you if you're also in the throes of a Saturn return or a major Saturn transit yourself. Before we talk about that though, let's talk about how to find Saturn on your birth chart. The symbol for Saturn looks a bit like a lowercase h with a curl on the end of the tail and a horizontal line going through the stem of the h. The sign and house your Saturn is in can tell you the type of energy you're meant to focus on maturing and the area of life that you are meant to channel discipline and responsibility into. Even if you are not currently going through a Saturn return, we also feel Saturn's effects most based on where Saturn is located in the sky at any given time in relation to our birth chart. For example, right now Saturn is in Capricorn, and at the time of recording this, Saturn is at 4 degrees of Capricorn to be specific. So regardless of whether you are having a Saturn return right now or not, you can look at your birth chart and see where four degrees of Capricorn would be in your chart and which house it falls in. That can tell you what your biggest challenge is right now in your life that you are meant to be working hard towards and basing your long-term goals around. This is the area of your life that's meant to be really hard right now. And this only comes around once every 29 and a half years. So this is literally the time in your life to deal with that issue and sort it out. Once again, I do want to mention if you are new to the podcast and you want to get your birth chart so you can find out where your Saturn is, you do have the ability to order a beautiful custom birth chart from my website at soulshineastrology.com slash birth chart. Okay, so Saturn moved into Capricorn last December 2017, and it will continue to remain in Capricorn until December 16th, 2020, which also happens to be when it will perfectly align with Jupiter, but that's definitely another story for another time. As a collective, Saturn and Capricorn is currently teaching us all how to become more responsible, about destructuring the old traditional systems that are no longer supporting society as efficiently as they could. Capricorn is actually the sign that Saturn rules, and it is a sign of structures of all kinds, including government, institutions, corporations, and big business. Since it's been almost 30 years since these things have been forced to get in line in terms of efficiency, moral accountability, and ethical responsibility, these shifts can feel long overdue. Many of us are feeling like the old system of doing things within our society is unbelievably broken and flawed. So late 2017 through 2020 is the time when many of the old world strategies that no longer sustain us will finally need to be repositioned. At times, this might mean completely breaking down the old structures that once supported us in order to begin anew. Just like its ruling planet Saturn, Capricorn can sometimes be a cold, hard mentor who takes no prisoners when it comes to getting everyone on board with a more practical plan for the future. However, at the end of the day, it comes from a good place, and Capricorn really just wants what is in the best interest for everyone involved, even if it means facing major challenges to get there. So the truth is that Saturn is always affecting us all at all times. It brings constrictions to our lives to teach us to be creative. It makes things hard so we can learn how to become stronger and smarter. It puts roadblocks in our way to stop us from going down the wrong path. And in the end, it sets us up to end up where we're meant to go, which is not the easy way But it is the most rewarding for us in the long run, not just for us as humans, but also for us as souls looking to balance our karma and ascend and evolve to the next level of consciousness. The funny thing is that Capricorns, or those with a heavy Capricorn vibe in their chart like I do, tend to appreciate Saturn the most they can almost get off on the satisfaction they gain from checking off their to-do list and being forced to grow into a more authentic, mature, and focused version of themselves. It's like hard work feels like therapy to them. I know for me, I actually really love Saturn. Even though having Saturn cross over my rising sign was the actual hardest thing I've ever had to deal with in my life so far, I've become a much better person because of it. I was meant to leave my relationship and move away from Hawaii because that situation wasn't letting me be who I really am. And I was meant to get so sick that I almost died so I could learn to focus on what really matters most in my life and take better care of myself. And I was meant to leave behind my old career so I could get on track with one that would be so much more fulfilling and rewarding for me, as well as one that would allow me to make an even greater impact on others. Some of these gifts didn't show themselves until much later, after everything had already crashed down all around me, kind of like the tower card in the tarot. But they did eventually come. There are always so many gifts that come from passing Saturn's test. And part of the challenge is that we don't usually realize what the gift is that we're being given until later. But it does exist. So now that we've laid out what Saturn is and what it rules in our lives, and we've talked about what happens during a Saturn return and what the pros and cons are of its influence in our lives as well as what is going on with Saturn right now while it's in Capricorn, let's talk about how to deal with Saturn without getting super overwhelmed or stuck in fear. Because chances are the most overwhelming part of your life right now is due to Saturn. Like I said, there's only one other planet that causes this much so-called trouble, and it's Pluto. Uranus can even shake things up and bring surprising shifts and changes and kind of chaos, but there's really nothing quite like Saturn. When it comes to dealing with Saturn, it's all about having a plan. Saturn tells us what our long-term goals are meant to be centered around, based on the house it's currently in on your birth chart. So having a plan is number one. Since it's a long-term goal, your goal is meant to be pretty big one that you're going to have to stretch yourself quite a bit to reach, whether it's financial independence or the purchase of a new home, getting ready to have a family, putting in the hard work to start a business, working extra hours to climb up the ladder at your job, or even losing a large amount of weight. Making Saturn's goal your goal is very important because things get especially hard If you try to veer off course from what Saturn is trying to get you to do, since it's not really an option as much as you might like to try to fight it. For example, like I said, Saturn is trying to get me to stand on my own two feet financially without depending on anyone else for my own sense of self-worth. I have come such a long way with that since Saturn entered Capricorn in late 2017, but right now, for me, that means paying off my student loans and building up a savings account for the future so I'll always have a sense of security and the ability to receive the things I want no matter what happens in my life or to the people around me or outer circumstances. Once you have your long-term goal, you'll want to come up with sub-goals that are going to get you there over time and to have a way to check in with them and chart them over time. Because remember, Saturn takes two and a half years to get through a sign. So you do have time, but the more you can plan ahead, the easier this is going to go. So for me, that means taking my savings goals seriously by setting up a budget and aiming to reach a certain income level every month. And this can all be a big challenge because I'm self employed and my income tends to vary quite dramatically based on what I'm currently working on. But whatever your long term goal is, set some sub goals and try to break things down. It's also a really good idea to set aside time to check in with these goals every single day and to set weekly, monthly, or even quarterly deadlines or check-ins that will allow you to pace yourself along the way. It's sort of like how it's easier to study for a big test at the end of a semester a little bit every day, rather than cramming for it all at once. A little bit of discomfort every day can save you from a whole lot of discomfort that might be insanely stressful to handle all at once. Either way, you can't exactly call in sick, You're going to be tested, and it's probably going to be uncomfortable, but if you can take it in chunks, you won't be as overwhelmed. For example, one of my friends who has just gone through her Saturn return recently gave birth to twins, and she knew for a fair amount of time that she was going to have twins so she could begin setting up her life and her business to make it a little bit easier for herself down the line. So assessing your schedule and making a little bit of time every day to prioritize your Saturn goals can save you a lot of stress and hardship down the line. Of course, not everything that happens during a Saturn return can necessarily be planned, but by making yourself aware of what the future could hold for you, you can still start to get your ducks in a row ahead of time by being responsible in the here and now especially in the area where Saturn falls in your chart, instead of waiting for a reason to get your life together. Awareness is truly key when it comes to dealing with Saturn, because hiding from your problems is just not gonna work. It might sound crazy, but Saturn really, really, really doesn't leave you any choice. It's not a transit you're going to miss. You will feel it really strongly And it's going to be even harder to deal with if you try to hide from it now this is coming from an astrologer whose number one pet peeve in the world or at least in the astrology community is spreading doom and gloom so of course my final tip for dealing with a saturn return or simply a saturn transit is to remind yourself of the gifts that are going to come out of becoming more disciplined and responsible Challenging things will not last forever and you are going to come out the other side feeling so proud of yourself. So reminding yourself of what a good job you're doing will take you a long way. We tend to focus too much on what we're doing wrong and how we're not good enough or how we don't measure up, but patting yourself on the back for each win along the way is super important. And this goes along with Capricorn's issues as well. There's this sense of wanting to be perfect and feeling like nothing's ever enough. Saturn brings that energy to our lives, whether we're a Capricorn or not. As important as it is to learn your Saturn lesson, it's more important for you to have a good relationship with yourself and to speak to yourself nicely in your head. Otherwise, we take things out on others, we can cause this horrible ripple effect of negative energy that ends up coming back to us in ways neither others or we need. You're already worthy and amazing and loved, even if you feel like a total failure sometimes, which we all do, so try not to beat up on yourself too much. Saturn can also be kind of like a father figure. Try to think about how you would treat yourself if you were your own father. Regardless of what your relationship with your actual father might be, you can think about what kind of father you would like to be if you were a father and be that for yourself. It sounds kind of funny, but a little patience and self-encouragement can really go a long way, as can surrounding yourself with others who will be supportive when you're going through a rough time And remembering to ask for help when you need it is really important too. That is pretty much all I have to say about Saturn for today. Now you know what the deal is with Saturn and Saturn returns. So if someone brings it up at a dinner party, you can now be the go-to expert. As a special bonus resource for you, you can download a cheat sheet to help you understand more about the house your Saturn falls in and which area of life you are challenged to become more disciplined in throughout your entire lifetime, visit soulshineastrology.com slash episode 20. For more information on how to use astrology to find your cosmic calling and sign up for my weekly newsletter updates, check out soulshineastrology.com. The Cosmic Calling community is a gathering place for listeners of the show to connect more deeply with fellow like-minded spiritual seekers. Join us for monthly forecasts, astrology classes, moon circles, and written transcripts for every episode by going to soulshineastrology.com community. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review for The Cosmic Calling on Apple Podcasts. And if you screenshot your review and email it to info at you'll receive a code to get 10% off an astrology reading with me.